Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Woodstock, Georgia, it's time for Cherokee Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Hi, everybody. My name is Renee, and I'm with... Amy. And we are with KidBiz Radio. We are here to create conversations about the power of entrepreneurship and the positive impact that, that journey can have on kids. Today we are here with Bobby Cowart and Andrew Ribley from Vibe Realty right here in Woodstock. Thank Welcome. you for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah. So as you know, we're all about businesses and kids learning through being business owners. So can you tell us a little bit about your business and how you got started? Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, so I am originally just a custom builder and renovator. And uh, when we had the recession back in '09, I decided to get diversified and become a realtor. So um, I still do both. And um, Bobby and I met at a previous brokerage and became fast friends and have done deals together and been project partners and that kind of thing. And um, yeah, so that's my story. Okay. Well, I was a banker in a previous life, and when 2007 through nine happened, I lost my job because um, I was a commercial lender for small community banks and had to regroup and figure out what to do. I had a ton of real estate knowledge through that, so <coughs> real estate seemed like a natural path, and I had a great mentor that encouraged me to get my real estate license, so I did. That's okay, great. great. Um, I know you said you you do general contract work as well. I do. So is that something, um, I mean, do you feel like that's more full-time or is it, like, which one do you do more often or is it really just? Really, they're both because the way I categorize it is it's real estate services. I'm just a full-service real estate service company and gotcha. guy. So I can help you buy a property or buy land and build on it and sell your property. So it's just a full service deal. It goes hand in hand. Do you feel like it's really helped with your general contracting business oh, yeah, to big, find other? Big time. I yeah. mean, um, great book to read, uh, especially for your uh, listeners and the kids, is Who Moved My Cheese? Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful book. It's a very simple. If, have y'all heard of I've it? Heard of I've it, heard of it, yes. it, but I've never Trust read it. me when I tell you, y'all should read it. Every, yeah? Every, yeah, everybody should read it. It is a wonderful book, and it's just basically about getting diversified, but it's a very easy, simple read. It's yeah. almost Dr. Seuss-ish. Yeah. And so, um, but it's great. I think uh, I wanted to have my business modeled that way. And so to answer your question, it was it's diversified sort of within the same kind of industry. So I think it's been phenomenally helpful. They complement so each other. They really do. My main um, revenue stream would be the building side. And then as a secondary is the real estate, if you want to kind of, you know, rank them or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they're relatively close and it's all tied together in terms of, you know, you also think of everybody, of course, initially thinks of revenue streams and stuff, but for the marketing aspect as well too, right? Because if I'm talking to you about, you know, buying and selling you guys house and the real estate side, I'm also a builder. Oh, I have somebody or maybe I want to do that. So it really is a great marketing tool for that. And you have the knowledge of what someone's getting into and what to look for and yeah, land. And- that's a huge deal. The, on the real estate, a lot of my clients like using me because I think there's better realtors like Bobby, I think, is a better realtor 
but people will use me because I'm a builder. So they're like, I want your builder eye on these projects. Or if it's an investment deal, I do investments as well, like flipping houses and things. So they bring me in on that as well. So it's a huge advantage for our brokerage too. Mm-hmm. Um, I it, most brokerages don't have a general contractor who especially is an owner. Yeah. And because he's not just an agent, he's an owner, he's invested in this business. So our agents have access to a general contractor. So huge. when you get those scary inspection reports on a home, yes. he, they have someone, they have a resource to come talk to, not just the inspector, but someone who's actually renovating and building. So yeah. I think it's a huge advantage for our Absolutely. agents That's and great. not ever, unless you're with Vibe. You're not going to have access to Andrew unless you're paying him. Nice marketing. I was was going to ask if you guys leverage that in your general marketing. I know you mentioned it, but it's certainly a value add for our brokerage and, and, um, and it's not just corporate speak, you know, it's, it's actually in marketing. Um, you know, of course you become friends with people in the brokerage and, they know they can come in any time and chat with me about, you know, what I think about this or that. And is this serious, not serious and happens all the time. And I think it is a great value add for our, our agents and us for sure. That's awesome. So you guys were talking a little bit about inv- oops, sorry, investments and things like that. And our topic today is <clears throat> introducing kids to personal finances um, and budgeting. And um, I think regardless if someone has children or not, this is, a lot can be added to the conversation because everyone has experience with money. Everybody uses money. Um, you have your own childhood experiences and how you learned it or didn't learn it. For sure. um, and I think that all of the different perspectives and um, frames of references to where you are now can help other parents out there and kids learn. Agreed. Agreed. Absolutely. Bobby was saying beforehand, she goes, well, I don't have kids, so I don't know what I can do. But she's a banker. So yeah, you know about money. That's a huge, and, and yeah. as a value add to viability, being a banker and a commercial True. lender, she brings a huge part to the financial piece and to this um, to this conversation. Absolutely. I think mm-hmm. she would be able, she's super valuable as well. Maybe have experienced some things. Sure. Like maybe with young own like young buyers, maybe they've For come sure. through that they didn't know and things like that. Just yes. buying a house. I mean, that's kind of part of the whole money talk too. How it works, Definitely. how credit works, and all. I mean, it's it opens up to a larger conversation. Our um, target audience around middle school is tends to be where we get a lot of um, interaction, mm-hmm. and um, so trying to not dumb it down because the worst word in the world or phrase in the world, but make it engaging for kids that age and simplify it. And simplify right. it. Like it you were talking about to be complicated. Yeah. Right. You yeah. were talking about the move my cheese, who moved my cheese being yeah. like, I, no one wants to read a textbook right. yeah. on that kind of thing. Right. If, even for adults, it needs to be engaging. Absolutely. So, um, well, and, and I'll tell you, and it's, and really, you know, it, I think it becomes a, it's a uh, self-indulgent for adults a lot of times. And I'm that way. I'm very nerdy. I love to drill down and I know I'll probably drive, you know, people crazy with data points and I want to know this and listen. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, you know, it's fair. And, um, but the, um, that's just because I enjoy it. Self-indulgent. I think, I think we all want to feel like we're smart in doing that, but it, listen, honestly, there, there, Nothing in life has to actually be complicated. Absolutely nothing. And if you're super smart, 
you can run down rabbit holes and all, but you can also then translate it to that. And I think, um, you know, what y'all are doing is wonderful with kids and entrepreneurs. Oh, yeah. Because obviously we're entrepreneurs. I'm a serial entrepreneur. I love, you know, having my multiple businesses. And I think it's the absolute backbone of our country's mm-hmm. economics. And, um, you know, I can't imagine ever being uh stuck in a corporate office mm-hmm. and, and God bless people that can do it. Cause mm-hmm, right? we, we got to have them too. Absolutely. Right. I mean, they're, they're, they're like the old Wiley coyote and Roadrunner <laughs> where they clock in and clock out. It's definitely not a thing for me, but I think it's great that people can do that. Um, but teaching kids to be entrepreneurs is phenomenal. Yeah. I think one of the biggest things um, that impacted me from like thinking about how I manage my money and especially savings is very important to me. I learned it because my parents didn't do that. Mm-hmm. So anytime there was an emergency or something breaks at the house, my parents were constantly scrambling, trying mm-hmm. to figure out how do we pay for it? Can we get a new credit card? So that sticks with you. <laughs> I learned by uh, seeing maybe what not to do. So I'm not a parent. But I was a child, so <laughs> I kind of saw some things that like, that makes a difference. Yeah, yeah, it structured how I tried to live my life. Yeah, I think those lessons are just as impactful as mm-hmm. absolutely as, as you know what to do. In fact, I think those lessons are actually more impactful. You know, you can learn stuff, but we all know. Uh, I used to when my kids were growing up, I coached. Um, football and softball for my daughter. And, you know, it's one thing to tell a kid that you're going to get hit and it's going to hurt. It's not going to kill you. You're going to be fine. (laughs) But until you actually get hit and have the wind knocked out of you or a ball hit you or something, you know, skin in your knee and then you figure out, okay, maybe I should not do that, you know, kind of Mm -hmm. thing. So I think that's super impactful. I think seeing what not to do. And, and being able to share that experience, you know, that's what we kind of are wanting to do here is be able to share For the things sure. that you did learn. And I know some people learn through experiences, you know, have to learn the hard way, they say. Absolutely. Um, I'm not that person. I There's people in my life that are. Um, my husband's one of them. That's, I think, why we work well together, because he just had the courage to try things anyway and yeah. learn that way. Yeah. Um, but I was the one afraid to break the rules and I want to know what the rules were and that kind of thing. Um, so I was like, Oh my gosh, and I had to, you know, I needed to know step one, two and three. Um, but yeah, being able to share the things cause they're regardless of how prepared you think you are, there's always something that life, you know, a curveball or something that life will throw you. Um, so I, I, it's not, I just kind of wanted to jump into a topic cause she and I both have, I don't know if you've heard of the green light card. I have not. It is a, and I'm sure there's other ones out there, but she and I both use these with our kids. Um, And they are debit cards that a kid can have that runs through your bank, but you have an app. So you can pull money from your bank into your parent wallet and then disperse that money to the kids. um, And they can save, spend, give that whole thing, but they see it digitally. That's how everything's done. I know when I was growing up, my mom gave me an old check register, and we did my money that way, and she would write me a check, and because right. that's what we, that right. is what it was in the late '80s, right? There were no portals. There yeah. weren't. <laughs> there weren't. And so, you know, we're just taking the same idea of teaching your kids money and good habits, et cetera, et cetera, and doing it the way it is today. Um, 
I don't know if you want to talk about the positive experiences you've had with it or. Yeah, I can. Absolutely. So I have three daughters and they each have a green light card and um, it's been really beneficial because a, it's a lot easier because I never carry cash but uh, to give them their allowance and they can see money coming in. They can order their own things on Amazon and see money going out. They can use them. They have pin numbers. They can go to the store and use them. Um, and so they each individually have their own businesses. Um, so when they get a profit from our expos and have a really good day, we disperse it between spending and savings and they can see their savings grow versus in their, in their spending um categories. So I think for them, it's been really beneficial. It's not just like, cause they can, it's visual. It's not just like at the bank somewhere and they yeah, don't know what's phenomenal. going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So them seeing like, Oh, well my sister has this much in her savings and maybe I should catch up or whatever, you know, or like sure. I have this much in spending and do I need to spend it all right now or can I transfer some? And so they, um, they're learning a lot through that. I think it's been great. Makes them think twice before buying the thing at the store. Well, some of, one of them is well, very money conscious. <laughs> the other two are like, let's spend it now. This is so true. <laughs> well, it's, so true. it's cool that, um, I, and I think that's cool. And you were talking before about you and your husband, huge difference between boys and girls, how we do things. Mm-hmm. And we talk about that a lot. And I think it's, I think it's great to have both perspectives, mm-hmm. you know, it's yin and yang. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say that uh, girls are more smarter than guys. Well, uh, it, 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 exactly. <laughs> but it's not better necessarily. Right. It just means you guys think about things more. And, you know, I know most guys like me are like, I want to think about it. But there comes a time I'm like, we're going to try Make a decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not get. In fact, we just had a mastermind where um, don't get paralysis by analysis. Mm. And I think I think women are prone to do that a lot of times because of the security aspect. It's like. Mm-hmm. That's not safe. I got to do this. I got to protect my family. It's just, it's just mm-hmm. in you. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to account for that, you know, and those are smart deals. But to me, it can also be a little bit of a curse. Right. Whereas guys, we can also be a little too dumb and go <laughs> quick. So there's a sweet spot, I think. And I think Bobby and I work well together because we tend to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, you know, let's, let's think about it for a minute, but then go. And she's like, wait, wait, I got to think. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I just, you know, basically grab her hand and we're yeah, doing this. Yeah. And it's she's like, like, oh, God, here we go. And she, <laughs> you get and, a day. <laughs> well, the, the only issue I have is a lot of times we're jumping out of the plane and I'm still trying to put a pair of shoes on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. what yeah. is going to happen? And I tell her, you have the rest of your life to put your parachute on on the way down. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an old paratrooper, so we'll, we'll do airborne jokes sometimes. <laughs> it um, is good to have someone, though, to, push you outside of your comfort zone because when you are ultra conservative especially on a financial side that can be very good Mm -hmm. but it can also hold you back from making investments that can make you a lot of money so sometimes it's good to have someone that's like okay we analyze the numbers we're like go let's Mm -hmm. let's do it go do it scared yeah i think that's kind of my motto that's kind of of how this brokerage was too Mm -hmm. at a certain point right like we talked about it we talked about it years before we did it and then circumstances were different for both of us we were at the same brokerage again and not happy with certain things so we started a discussion and i had to push him into the discussion and then once i pushed him in he's pushing me out of the yeah. plane again Here <laughs> like, we <go>. a minute. <laughs> yes so, okay yeah. be careful what you wish for though yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's true. right Yep. Well, she and I work well, the yin and the yang, too, with, yeah. with this. Complimenting 
different personalities. <laughs> yeah. I think you come up with a process, right? And then both of those are valuable. I think our mm-hmm. politics today could use that, you know? Absolutely. I mean, Gosh. look what a mess that is, and people don't even want to talk about it. What a, what a great subject that we all want to talk about, but then it gets too messy like, sometimes. It, it gets too messy, and it's like, why? You know, you need both sides of those things. Mm-hmm. You know? Information. You need information, and, you know, there's a compromise to be found in the middle for everything. Um, I think there's also seasons in life like you guys have, you know, adolescent children, Mm -hmm. I guess you would call them or whatever. Your season is going to be much different, you know, now than it will be as I am an empty nester now. Mm -hmm. So the way we look at things and manage money and how Mm -hmm. we teach kids and talk to kids, Mm -hmm. I I think it's brilliant. Y'all are talking to kids about money and intentional. I think everything should be intentional about that, like you guys were talking about Mm -hmm. doing. Because now, I'll tell you what's wonderful is I talk to my kids who are grown. They're 24 and 23. You know, he's an Army Ranger and she's a nurse. And I get to talk to them about what they do with their money and things. And they come to me for advice. And Did you do that when they were younger? Absolutely. You just developed this relationship. Absolutely. And it changes as they grow. You know, I always believed in being intentional and. Uh, you know, was raising, they were kids. I was raising adults. So, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm I would talk to them like you guys Mm -hmm. do. I love the, the green money card thing is a wonderful deal and saying you have to save because there's things you're going to have to pay that you don't Mm want to pay. And if you spend it all, then you're going to be in trouble. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing that, uh, a lot of adults don't know that, you know, it's tremendous. It's like, and I, I used to be harsher. I've gotten older. I'm, I think I'm moving into grandpa mode. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, how stupid is that? You know, and how do, how can they not know that? But they just really don't know mm-hmm. it. They've never mm-hmm. been taught or mm-hmm. trained or those kinds of things. And and so I think, yeah, I definitely did it with my kids and said, you know, here's the deal. And you can save your money. You can spend it. Give them the option. Let them develop the thought process mm-hmm. yes, of how exactly. they manage their money. Mm-hmm. See how which direction it, it leads them like, and what the good and the bad of that is. Yeah, and let them go through and skin their knees sometimes. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. If yep. they want to spend it all, now's run the time out of money. to skin that knee. Yeah, and that ties back into where we are with um, our organization, just teaching them these hardships now. You betcha. And that they become lifelong skills in the long run, right? Like I love that. we're teaching them that yeah, you can mess up and you can make poor choices. And you'll be okay. But you'll, you'll be okay. okay. And it's better to do that now and understand that process and that journey rather than later in life when it's a lot harder and there's more factors. For know? sure. I think it's wonderful. Yeah. And and when they do, uh, you know, they decide to spend their money, don't bail them out. Right. If your other kids are eating and you're like, oh, I feel bad because they're not, don't feel bad. You are teaching them the greatest lesson ever. <laughs> the feel bad is yours. It's your problem. Right. Yeah, it's like it's your thing. It's your thing. Yeah. Let them sit over there and go. You're not doing them any favors. You ain't doing them any favors. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're making yourself feel better. Let them sit over there and hate that. And mm-hmm. then the next time, I bet you that kid goes, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'll save my money because I want ice cream with my brothers and sisters yeah. and friends next time. D- just the greatest lesson you can teach them that is it will give back to them for the rest of their life. It's like you said, you're raising adults. Yeah, they're you are. kids, that's but right. you need to guide them, and that's your job as a parent is sure. to make sure they're ready. Yep. And when you were talking about um, kid, like kids that you've seen, or just in general, like how do kids not know this? It's you want them to feel empowered, for sure, and have the resources that you need. And I and it's about I guess having control in their life and 
having a plan and, you know, yes, things go, can go south, but you can talk about that as they grow up. And it's just having real applications, like with the way that we use the green light card and just through the experience of building a business and showcasing it at our expos and all of that, it's all to give them something to, because we were talking about, I think about kids um, and needing to be engaging, just telling them isn't, you know, we're just trying to provide those living experiences it and feeling and living it and living it. Doing it. Totally. The hurt and the the tiredness of being up, making your uh, inventory, you know, Absolutely. up to midnight or whatever. Getting oh, that's ready wonderful. For it. You know, like you learn things and um, responsibility and then the pride that you get afterwards. Mm-hmm. That's uh, huge. That's so I think wonderful. something that we see with a lot of uh, realtors is that they don't save for taxes, for example. Right. So when you're talking about these children as being entrepreneurs and building a business and then you talk about you know like your example was well now i don't have any money because um so i can't have ice cream with my siblings there's also a a business component in there Mm -hmm. that like for example for me to make things simple for me with my budgeting when i make money i just do everything in percentages Mm -hmm. so i move a certain percentage into savings a certain percentage Mm -hmm. goes towards taxes and then i figure out what you know, then I have a percentage for all my expenses. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think sometimes just breaking it down mm-hmm. into um, like percentage categories. Yeah, makes sense. And may, that way they make sure they set aside. But that is one thing that we see. It's a big problem. I bet. With some, especially realtors, right? Because sometimes they don't think of that as like they're a real business. Mm-hmm. And then they haven't saved for their taxes. And then and then it's a, then it's a nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> yes. It is for sure a nightmare because oh my gosh. Un- Uncle Sam does not play when it comes to that. No. Right. So we want to help people before they get there. I think yes. that's a great um, idea. Also with the green light card, you can... Um, not that this is like just a commercial for green light, but just something that I've noticed. Um, you can categorize their savings portion. So we've broken theirs down into like just general savings and business savings because they know that mommy can't be the sole investor in every <laughs> single thing for their business. Like I'll do the big stuff, but if there's something else and yeah. you have money in that business savings account, guess where that money is going? Right. You need to buy more supplies. So just like reiterating the breaking it down into different categories that like you will have to reinvest in yourself and your business. Super smart. Yeah. Oh, those are huge. And you know, like Bobby was saying, I mean, she's one of the smartest ladies with finances and all that thing ever. And, and I do love it, actually. I'm a finance major also. Oh, yeah. the, yes. So she the numbers can, are your jam. A hundred percent. And she can go down a rabbit hole and get as complicated as you want. But think about what she just said. She just breaks it down simple. Very. Mm-hmm. Very simple. So you're Otherwise, pro- I won't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And your process, that's the perfect point, is your, you know, Know it, get as extensive knowledge as you want on it, but just have a very simple process. X goes to taxes for saving. X goes to mm-hmm. reinvestment. Mm-hmm. And X goes to play. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's a huge part. Mm-hmm. We look, we work to enjoy our lives. Mm-hmm. So make sure you're intentionally you know, mm-hmm. doing those things. Mm-hmm. But I think it can be very simple. I think you want to study it and know it and get smart. But be intentional, make it simple. And if you follow that it'll keep you out of trouble Mm -hmm. for sure so the reason i brought up green light was and the reason this whole topic came to be was because i get that i have one but it's in my facebook feed ads for it and one came up the other day and 
they're, the ad is for kids getting paid doing chores around the house. That's how they marketed it okay. in this particular ad. Well, I went to the comment section and there were people just saying, you shouldn't, this is like the, just dog in the whole concept because you shouldn't pay your kids to do chores around the house. I think, you know, my ever so humble opinion mm-hmm. that everybody's family values around that are going to be different. And what I commented was, you know, think outside the box on how you can use this tool. It's a tool to teach your kids. Like that's the whole point of it. And if you personally don't want to pay them to do chores, what else can they do to earn money? Right. Because that pride part or delayed gratification, is there some sort of goal you can set? Because they want a bike. You can have them do certain things, whatever it is. Because they're just – just writing it all off, you're missing the whole point. Mm-hmm. So we kind of had a good talk talk about it the other day. Right. I mean, you have to set like, so for my kids get paid on their chores, but they also have their businesses where they make money. But it's set up differently. We're like certain chores earn you more things, you know, it, just like yeah. in the real world, it, look at it more like a commission rather than like an oh, allowance or whatever. Yeah, like I love that. what, work you put into it is the reward you get out of it versus like the amount of money that you get out oh of it. Oh my goodness. Can I stop you there and tell you <laughs> how important that is? Yes. Because we have, um, and you know, this country is getting to be, and it's not, a, I'm not going down a political <laughs> rabbit hole, but we are. We don't have um, time for that. <laughs> right, right. But, but the country is becoming very socialistic in that. And I think, oh, it's such a foolish thing to not teach your kids that some things are more valuable than others. Mm-hmm. And look at the mess we're in right now with college loans and all that. Oh, you got to go to college and get an art history degree <laughs> and have $100,000. If you know business, that is a terrible investment. Mm-hmm. Go to trade school, become a plumber. All of my, we said earlier, I was a builder, my electrician, my builder. Uh, I mean, my electrician, my plumber, my HVAC man, my framers mm-hmm. are all six-figure people. And it's because, a trade. Yeah. Because it's a trade. It's valuable. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, you know, it's not to denigrate anybody, but jobs that aren't as important, mm-hmm. they are not going to get paid more. Valuable lesson. Everybody wants to – this thing about participation. Patient trophies. No, the quarterback gets paid more. You know why? He's more valuable. Mm -hmm. He is. Don't take it as he's a more valuable person. But what he does, what he does, the whole thing is different. People get it so messed up, and it's like who? Right. I I think everybody's got one hundred percent value. You know, as a person and and individually, but when you put it into a work environment, it it changes. It does. It changes big time. And Mm -hmm. that's why Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, who's on Thursday Night Football last Mm -hmm. night, are billionaires because they came up with something that was so super important Mm -hmm. and they get paid. That is a huge lesson to Mm -hmm. teach. I mean, it's, you know, it's one of those things to where, and if it's your calling, then teach them. Okay. Pastors, you know, generally don't make that much money. It's your calling. Your value is different, right. but you really better know how to manage your money because yeah. you're going to make less of it. Right. Yep. Yeah. You, you can know. still find your passion and what moves you, but it, understand. You, you have to understand the value and where your money is going to come from and how that's going to impact what you're doing or for if sure. that is going to impact what you're doing. I think it teaches get like chores, for example, mm-hmm. when they're younger. I think it teaches them too that when you are out in the real world 
doing mm-hmm. your job, mm-hmm. there are going to be tasks that you love doing and tasks that you really hate doing or dislike mm-hmm. very strongly, mm-hmm. but you still have to do still them have to, do it. to earn the money, right? So mm-hmm. I'm sure cleaning toilets is on the bottom of the list where, you know, maybe wiping the countertops off is not so bad. Right. Yeah. But I yes. think that that's important to understand Absolutely. that that's part of life and it's going to be part of your work. I love being a realtor. There are parts of my job I do not like. <laughs> right. I love no. being a brokerage owner. There's parts of that I do not no. like. <laughs> could that, there could has that be, to be. Could that be partner related? There has to be uptime. Yeah. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> of course there. Yeah, I, I will brag on my daughter, or my oldest daughter, who's in the room with us. Um, she's 13, and so her skill set is going to be different than her seven-year-old sister. So she cooks dinner for the family twice a week that job gets paid more because that's a skill set that she has perfect. that her sisters don't have. Right. Absolutely perfect. But does feeding the dogs get, that's a daily menial task, right? That doesn't get the same amount or commission or whatever. So, Correct. but do you guys talk about all of that? It opened a conversation right? with her. Yes. Um, it has opened up that conversation and just learning. Cause she's always like, why do I have to do it if she can do it too? Or, you know, like the same sure. thing, but it's the concept of, well, that is part of the household. That is something that you can handle, you know, and the things of that nature. But, and do you have to keep your room spotless? No, but you have to, you know, we're, I'm trying to teach you <laughs> to be an adult at some point. Like there are things, yeah. there are Just things brilliant. that you have to do whether <laughs> you, you want to or not. You may hate me for saying this, but I think there could also be some negotiation skills learned yeah, in sure. the chores, sure. even um, amongst yeah. siblings. Oh, because, oh there let's is. say you're one of your chores is cleaning the toilets. Mm-hmm. Well, you could negotiate with one of your other siblings. Right. Well, they do it anyway to don't keep they? a portion yeah, of the sure. money yeah. for it. That is smart. Absolutely, and pay them to no. do it for I you. I think so yeah. far ours Why is not? as much negotiating as maybe conning <laughs> <laughs> their sisters to help or to do well, more. Bribery is not allowed. So let's say negotiate. We're going to call it negotiation. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Learning how to do that. I think that's brilliant. Um, you know, and if you find a kid that's getting paid X and pays them less to have their little siblings do. It, I think right that is next level. It's management, mm-hmm. right? It's management. <laughs> they just some became. parents that listen to this are going to be like, "Who is that Bobby girl that said she had no children? Why is she?" <laughs> no, I think that's eye opening. It's management. You're still teaching them life lessons, 100%. and the, the box, things are like still getting done. A hundred percent. So if there's another way to do it that everybody will quote unquote wins, it's problem not? solving. It's problem solving oh. skills. Thinking. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's brilliant. I've probably just caused a lot of no. I think you children. I think you opened eyes. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. No. We talked. I mean, the whole thing was thinking outside the box. You know, like it brings that conversation to the forefront, and you know, you get to have these, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Ideas I mean, you come need out. different perspectives. Like, there's no one way. I am so impressed with what you guys do in this oh, whole deal. You. Oh, I think it's a phenomenal. You. I think it um, is definitely a part of our solution to society. You know, I always say millennials get a bad name, probably well-deserved in a lot of cases, but I'll tell you something. They're just people like everybody else Mm -hmm. and somehow have locked into a misguided idea, you know, but what y'all are talking about, if people will just teach their kids these basic things, Mm -hmm. they will go forward and they will be fine. Mm -hmm. You know, know, something I think that you guys do that is extremely important in the age where most children are behind a screen of some Mm -hmm. sort 
is teaching them people skills and the fact that you provide networking opportunities mm-hmm. with their peers. Mm-hmm. So, so I was cool. reading on your website about the things you provide. Yeah. And I think that that is essential because there's always going to be a certain amount of communication in most jobs mm-hmm. with like human interaction. Mm-hmm. And if the children don't have a chance to yeah. learn how, like learn those skills in a business setting, like right. they're doing this for, for their, sure. their for businesses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I think that that's a wonderful opportunity you provide. We noticed too, like at our expos. Um, so these kids who may not have a lot of experience talking with adults outside of their family or even their like or peers in general, just that physical communication, they come out of their comfort zone because mm-hmm. adults are, taking interest in what they're doing and it that you see that sense of pride and confidence grow because they're, they're engaging like and it gives them that power back yeah. like yeah this is my business this is what I do this is my passion and I want to talk about it and adults are like interest, please yeah. tell me all about it why did Give you choose focus. this it's, it's a yeah. different environment than you would say like a regular vendor market where it's just adults that are just there selling you don't really do that engagement with it's not expected because it's not That's expected right. but these kids people want to know like this is in in it's different it's different and it's like it, you're curious and all of that and so people are adults are engaging and it gives that kid the kids this power and that confidence and it's it comes back to that communication like our kids have learned how to communicate with adults and it's that's huge it, it is a it is a huge deal and and, and i'm very nerd my degrees in sociology so okay i'm a builder with a sociology yeah, degree <laughs> uh, and a minor in history so um one of the most successful um it, there was a study done so for for the most successful people in life they were kids that would talk to adults mm-hmm. and that is a direct correlation of how they were raised mm-hmm. so you know it used to be in the older days um don't speak until right. you're spoken to and all these things. And they, and they, they showed where kids that were allowed to be engaging were ultimately more successful. And it, because something also like from the biological standpoint, their brains are being wired. Mm-hmm. Yes. They are until they're 24, their frontal lobe is not developed yet. So when you're teaching them these things, it is wiring their brain. Mm-hmm to be successful and to have processes and do things that's amazing. And so, you know, there's, there's that component to right. it, which you don't even know you're doing it. But I think it, the, the part that pays benefits is you bonding with your kid and other, right. when I coached, I love talking to kids. And when I would let them be involved and engaging, you know, like for instance, a kid, I say, I want you to go here and hit that hole with the ball and go to the outside and do you think that will work? Mm-hmm. Because mm. first of all, they're on the ground. You know, it's like troops, boots on the ground kind of thing. And they're like, well, I think I should go this way. Does a couple of things. Probably successful because they know better than me standing over there coaching. But also, it gets them to engage mm-hmm. with you. So when you're engaging with money and having – it's wiring their brain to develop processes on how mm. to have relationships with people. And listen – it's such a trifecta of things that are mm-hmm. good doing these things, mm-hmm. being intentional. Right. You know. Yeah. Well, one of the, wait, before I lose it, cause I do that, um, like my thoughts here, but <laughs> when you were talking about engaging with them, it, it does develop that, but it also teaches them that what they have to say is valuable and that their opinion matters. You bet. And then that gets them thinking even more because if they're always yeah. shut down, then they're just like, they might go into themselves and not really think that what they have to say matters. So true. So I think that's, 
if you think about how many things have been invented, like all the technology, all the tools, all the things that we have in this world, I personally think it's going to take kids because their minds work so much yes. different than adults mm-hmm. to come up with the next business ideas. Right. I mean, there are super smart adults that do that too, but their minds don't work the same right. as a child. That's right? so true. That's so true. And having the generation that grew up only using it is yes. they're going to find a way to utilize oh, it into something else. Which we didn't, right? Which we have no, yeah. yeah. So when you were talking about, we are elder, elder millennials. millennials. So we, <laughs> we, were, we were born in 83. Yeah. And just so, insulted our hosts. Yeah. No, it's, no, it's no, okay. no, no, no. We're going to pretend that you did it. I think it's funny I did it in a soft way. No, we think it's funny. We are more similar to Gen X yeah. <laughs> than yeah. an actual millennial because we're on the cusp. They identify as Gen X. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're on the cusp. We, we've talked about it before. It's like 82, 83, 84. You know, my brother's born 86 and we don't it's necessarily, we're just, you know, we just think differently. Sure. But I was doing like pagers in high school yeah. and Facebook didn't happen until the end of college. And, mm-hmm. you know, so it was like we were, we had our childhoods without all that, yep. but we were young enough and willing enough to adapt to what was yeah. new. For sure. It's just weird. Yeah. I like right going in the middle. life this way, well, I have it's to a, say. It's a tool for us older folks, you know, and I've embraced it because I'm 53. So I, I've had to embrace it for business and, mm-hmm. but also think it's cool. I'm, you know, embrace it and I don't want to be old, you know, just <laughs> old, funny, the old builder guy, I try not to be that, but you know, I think it, it's, it's tools for us. Right. And mm-hmm. even y'all. So that's how it came along with this new generation, which I dig the portal and the the green light card and all that. There's tools you have to meet them on their level with mm-hmm. because they're like Bobby said, their brains are wired that way. Yeah. Completely different. They, That's all they know. They're yeah. not tools to them. Right. They are just things in life that right. We, you know, normal day to day things. Yeah, everything is through your phone now. It doesn't matter. Like that. Right. It's not a cool. It's, it's not a cool socialize. innovation to yeah, them. It's, it's nothing like, new. Yeah. This is just what life is. Right. And, so yeah, doing electronic banking and if. Anything like that makes way more sense than pulling out a checkbook ledger. Like, oh, you gosh. know, like there's no point for sure, unfortunately, but there isn't. I agree. Right. So. I agree. Yeah. I think maybe, maybe I'm just having this slide. Uh, so having the experience we've had up till now and being those elder millennials <laughs> that we are. Elders. <laughs> it has put we us, coined a new term. <laughs> we uh. have put, maybe that has put us in a great place to do this organization mm-hmm. because so. we have the perspective of both and can value both. Um, and our kids are growing up in, in it. it of yeah. course. Yeah. And just, you know, you have, you, you have the wisdom of, you know, that's the cool thing about an, the next generation and not growing up with it is you have wisdom to know what it was without it as well mm-hmm. as what it is. Benefits. With it. And, and You know, if you're growing up with it, you don't know what the benefits were without it. Mm-hmm. So how do you <laughs> sort of marry it and find the sweet spot? On For that? sure. I know one of my favorite shows is Shark Tank, mm-hmm. yes. and yes. my favorite ones that come on are the ones where kids have yes. invented something or come up with something, and I think that they were able to do that because usually their parent is there and has yes. supported them mm-hmm. and has encouraged them right. to like follow their dreams and go with what they're find a know, new path. Yes, fi- mm-hmm. follow their passion. Mm-hmm. And I have a very um, good friend of mine that's been a friend for a long time. Well, him and his wife both. And they have three children, one son and two daughters. Well, their son does not play any sports or anything because they've allowed him to do what is his natural ability and passion, which is music. Nice. And they encourage him in every way possible to follow his passion. The girls do other things, Mm -hmm. but 
I think it's wonderful that they let them be who they are and encourage them to go after their goals and dreams. You almost have to because it's just they're not going to be their authentic self as an adult if it's your path for them, not their own path for them. Such a great philosophy right there, you know, and I don't know how – it was my wife. It had to be my wife. <laughs> yes, so. I will go with that. It yeah, sweet like, like I said earlier, sure, yeah. y'all are smarter, but I think letting kids be who they are mm-hmm. and whatever their God-given talents are, everybody's different. But I think what you do, instead of teaching them to make money, do what your passion mm-hmm. is. But if you're a musician, fine, you're going to need to. Be really sharp on your financial skills. Or hire somebody that can do that for hire you. Hire somebody. <laughs> yeah, delegation is another yes, topic. But, yes. but yeah, just teach them how to, hey, chase your dreams, but understand this. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of money in it. You just learn to live on what you make mm-hmm. and how to manage it well. But do your passions. And I, to yeah. me, that's a sweet spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, my generation and the one before was like, what do you do to make the most money? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't care if you like it or you. In fact, there's an old saying, there's an old army saying and an old saying that says, you don't have to like it. You just have to do it. Mm. And I think things have changed to where we want our kids to follow their passions. Well, there's nothing wrong with that, but just understand, I think, I think where people get off track is they don't teach their kid that your passion doesn't pay much. Mm. That's fine. Just manage it well and just know you're not going to, and don't be bitter or upset because you don't make what your brother who's an engineer or a lawyer or something I does. I think it comes from a place of, con- as a parent, of concern. Like, you want your kids to be happy, but you don't want them to be unstable. For you sure. know, so, but it's, it's, it's hard, right? It's a hard balance. Mm-hmm. For and sure. so, yeah, follow your passion, but oh, you're not going to have any money. You know, <laughs> you're going to live in my basement forever. Yeah, forever. You're never leaving. <laughs> well, there's the whole thing where if you, if you try to monetize your passion, then you end up hating it. So you could just have a job of some kind, whether it's a bartender or something. Could you make good money doing that? Another and then you do your strategy. passion. You know what I mean? For sure. So but there's ways to do it. But you, comes with the life lessons that were, yeah, you exactly. need to instill. Yeah. 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 I mean, you, sometimes it's important to keep your passion your passion and not try to. It's a yeah, good point. It. It's a good point. If um, you can. Depending yeah. on what it is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but the options that are out there to monetize certain things, should that make sense? Like art, maybe, selling it, that kind of thing. Or influencers. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm just, yeah. I can't believe I'm going, <laughs> that's a job? Yeah. Like, how do you, and they make tons of money well, from doing this, right? some influencers. Some. It's, it's, it's kind smaller, of like, it's kind of like artist or something. Pool, it's a, right. It's still Possible. It's still a thing. It Absolutely. is. It's it possible. Is a thing. It's amazing to me. But that it shows is. you cool. it, it ties into entrepreneurism that like there are so many paths that we never had the yeah. thought For of. Sure. You know, I mean, you could do literally anything with technology now yeah. and turn it into a business. Because that's so big. For sure. We're trying to let this help become something that can help it be more structured. And so more you of can a focus. Yeah. So that it, it can help kids realize that. You know, it's not one, two, and three. You've got these other things that you can do here. But just think about them, right? And be intentional about intentional, what you do. Right. And smart about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because there's resource because there's all these resources and just trying to make it like a package. And you know, the parents, like obviously this is, you know, we want to have resources for the parents. That's the where it all starts. And um you just need to they may have kids that are entrepreneurial minded and they're not. 
So, sure. you know, they just are like, I don't know what to do with this kid. They have all these great totally ideas. I want them to follow their totally passion. Different. Right. Mm-hmm. So they bring yeah, them to exactly. you guys. That's yeah. what they do. Try to kind <laughs> give of start, them an outlet. give them the <laughs> tools to have conversations. And right. like, this is where you get started. And I think our first our Facebook post today was like 30 um, ideas for you to start up your you know kid business or whatever. And they oh, can just great. talk about it, you know, because somebody's like, I want them to, but I don't know where to begin. Do. Right. Sure. And so we just want to have that. And, and don't get paralysis by analysis. Just True. pick something. That's and right. So try I was it. just going to say. <laughs> Great minds think alike. <laughs> I think that kids need to be encouraged to not be afraid to fail. Mm-hmm. If they mm-hmm. have an, a Huge business component. idea, it's okay if it ends up not working out. Absolutely. Yeah. You want to encourage them to take it as far as they can and yes. see mm-hmm. what happens. But I think some of the most successful people in the world share stories about how many times they started over because mm-hmm. they had this idea and that didn't work. Yeah. Or they just had to enhance what they were yeah. doing. Like it mm-hmm. wasn't Pivot. working this way. Yeah. So now we've got to do this. And, and all those critical yeah. thinking skills and problem solving that comes from that. Like oh. imagine starting that at 12 and not yes. 25. For but, sure. But not being afraid to say this didn't work right. yeah. or I'm just going to have to scrap it and start over if that's the case. Like I think to let them know that's okay. That's mm-hmm. not a failure. That's a growth. It has yeah. nothing Absolutely. to do with your worth as a human. Right. Yes. It's, right. it's separate from that. Yes. Oh, so, so, an so ex- smart. Example of that within our organization. So um, my middle daughter, she essentially started all of this because she is my free thinking. Yep. Um, and she wanted to rule the world with cotton candy was her goal. Mm. And we did it <laughs> for a little while. And that's what got her sisters involved and so on. And, and kind of like, snowballed into all of this um but cotton candy is harder than it sounds <laughs> sticky <laughs> it's a mess but yeah, you yeah. when you break a couple of toy cotton candy machines and then um also a commercial grade cotton candy machine you kind of have to pivot to something yeah. else yeah so she learned the concept of rebranding mm-hmm. and um that's awesome why we need to try something different that we're not going to ruin mommy's house, A, but also um, that it is just more feasible and it makes more sense and it's easier for all of us because yeah. we're all the ones doing this. So now she does gourmet popcorn and that is a much easier wow. Not only is it easier, but I think it appeals to more people. And it oh, is great. more appealing. Totally. Yeah, she's made more money that So way. she's learned a whole lot in that concept of like almost failure over, you know, what growth (laughs) (laughs) from one to the other. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, well, smart, right? I mean, well, how, how amazing pivoting is a huge deal Mm -hmm. in business, you know, and teaching kids to do that, that, like you said, if they fail, they fail. Good. Mm-hmm. A lot of lessons learned. It let them skin their knee. That's mm-hmm. a great thing. And they'll remember it forever. But sometimes you do have to pivot, you know, mm-hmm. in business, you know. Yeah. Just like Think about 2020. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Pivoting was you, crucial. Either you pivot or you figure yeah. out different. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Right? Yeah. And a lot of the businesses that failed may, you know, that mindset isn't there, unfortunately. Well, most of them, you know, like Facebook, it, 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 it's been through lots of iterations mm-hmm. from when it was, they were at Harvard or wherever they right. were doing it and just to meet kids. And then it grew and they had to pivot and do this mm-hmm. and monetize and blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's just part of life. Life changes. For sure. So be embrace the change, you know, be mm-hmm. happy about that, you know, and that's, yeah, that's growth, not a failure for, for sure. sure. Yep. You're growing your, I mean, like the, the fact that maybe instead of like, if they're adults and they're, something's not doing well, it's like, I'm going to pivot 
to make like you're you're testing the product. You can always a product or service. That's how For you can sure. always think of it, and then you're just trying to make it better. Yeah, you know, it's not really yeah. failing. Right. At all. And so, I, I think yeah. that's an important lesson failure. for kids yeah. to know when they're becoming entrepreneurs. We think your, your thought process can have different words. Words are powerful. And, for sure. Mm. And, you know, kids are so great at social media. I think that um, it's a good idea to let them watch The Social Dilemma. Mm. It's like the Netflix oh, documentary mm-hmm. about great. social media and the power of it. Uh-huh. And have you guys keep, seen that? I haven't. I haven't. Yeah. Keeping oh, in yeah. mind though how that works for business. Like I had people, friends who told me about it before I watched it and they were like, Oh my God, you have to watch it. Like now I just want to shut down all my social media. <laughs> well, when I watched it as a realtor and business owner, I was like, Oh my gosh, like I've got to learn how to harness the power. Okay. Right. Same That's response. interesting. Okay. And wow. I think Same children hmm. who already understand social media so well, if they could see the power and yeah. the impact that could have on their business. Yeah, absolutely. They already know how they to know do, how to do it. it probably. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't be, it's like, don't, you know, it, it is a, I mean, you can look at it when you're watching it, it, it is sort of scary, how, yeah. but it's like anything, you know, once you sort of, when you realize the boogeyman under your bed, ain't really the boogeyman. And then it frees you up from that fear of things. And yeah, I, I was the same response as Bobby. It's like, Interesting. I just need to harness this monster and not yeah. let it harness me. Yeah. Right. You That's know? It. It's a tool Don't to use. use it. Don't tool. let yeah. it take over your life, but figure out how you can leverage Be that in control tool. of it. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's a lot of the lesson to fit today is, you know, having control and having a plan and being in charge of your own destiny, sort of, you know, sure. I mean, um, knowledge is power. But um, I think that we are coming to the end of our time together. Um, but I just wanted to thank you both for being here. Thanks for um, having us. Yeah. How can people find you online? Well, we have a Facebook page. Imagine that. <laughs> you do uh, Vibe Realty GA. Um, that's how you will find us. Or we have a website, vibrealtyga.com, okay. and we're located right in downtown Woodstock, right behind Mad Life at 790 okay, Market Street. So stop by the office. We have a bar. You're welcome to have a drink with us. If you okay. don't drink, we okay. have soda and coffee. Kid, yeah. kid show. Oh, we no. have a kid show. This is for the, the parents. The parents are no. listening. The parents yes. are listening. Yes, it's true. real life, okay? We also want to take um, a moment and shout out. Thank you so much for your sponsorship yes, of our of expos. Um, that is huge. Um, being a 501c3, we rely heavily on the community's involvement and getting behind us. So we appreciate that. Absolutely. You're welcome. Yes. I think it's a wonderful thing what you're doing. Thank you. Having yes. an, an area where kids can learn more about business. And like you said, if they don't have parents that are entrepreneurs, right. having a resource to help them navigate that. Well, and also knowing that we solely are not that resource, like having these network connections with community members and business owners to provide those resources yes. is, is, is mostly our goal, you know, like making a network of that. So there is a, a go-to source. We just want to facilitate it. Well, <laughs> yes. I hope we can be partners with you guys absolutely. going forward. We would, we would love to love continue that. to contribute in, in all ways. Yeah. We're sponsoring the October one. Yes. Thank you. So, so that <laughs> is, yes, thank yeah. you very much for that as well. Um, our next vendor, um, Kid Biz Expo Market is October 1st and we are in, um, and Crabapple Market, so that is 12650 Crabapple Road in Milton, Georgia, and we will be there Saturday, October 1st from 10 to 2. Yeah. Come out and see us and um, take a look firsthand at all these kiddos. We have over about 50 uh, kid vendors that are going to be out there. That's awesome. So yeah. it'll, and it, 
and it's the same day as Crab Apple Fest, so there's going to be a whole lot going on, and it'll be a big, big event, <laughs> large yeah. event. To- yeah. I want to come get some of that uh, popcorn. It's good. uh, Oh, it's good. She makes some interesting flavors. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you again. We appreciate you being here, and um, we look forward to uh, maybe getting you guys in a workshop one day. Love to. Yeah, teaching some lessons. Love to. To a room full of kids. Yeah, all great. Well, thank you so much. And um, if you guys want to follow Kid Biz Expo, you can find us on all of our socials at Kid Biz Expo. Or kidbizexpo.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.